Welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalis Spookium. I am Jamie. <laughs> and I'm Rob, ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Constantine Eleven. And this, I suppose, is our Halloween episode, even though it's going to be released after Halloween. And it's recorded before Halloween, so... Okay, it spends. Yeah, it's like a Halloween sandwich. Yeah, okay. And the thing right. is pumpkin. So imagine everyone wearing fancy dress in this episode. Got it. Good. Right, and it's Polypicus. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Where did he come from? <laughs> Like, literally, because Justinian II died, and that was it. <laughs> and then the world ended. Oh, no! <laughs> but he was sieging, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I started right as well. Um, he was sieging, Tiberius dead, his army fled, and he died, so Philip just took over. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to you, um, we did Justinian No-Nose's episode, and then we went back in time to do the two emperors That's true. in the middle of his reign. So it's been a while. So I understand why you've forgotten. Um, <laughs> if only I didn't forget so consistently. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, I also understand if his own mother forgot him. So uh, oh, it's a short one today. So take the bunting down then. <laughs> yeah. Put the poppers back. Yeah, well, we, we've got this one this week, and then next week, two more short ones. And then we get to the end of the 20 years anarchy. Okay. And then we'll have some normal-sized episodes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so just one short one this week, I'm sorry right. to say. Anyway, this is Philippicos, who we came across at the end of Justinian No-Nose's episode. Yes, it may be short, but maybe it's a little explosion of amazing moment. No, because you laughed at the beginning. Yeah, it's not. But let's no. do it anyway. <laughs> there was once a man named Nikephorus. 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 Oh, Nikephorus sounds good. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Nikephorus. Oh, nice. Nice. See, already he's getting some points. Because ah. we figured out a nice way to pronounce his name. Yeah. Well, is that his real name? <laughs> oh, no, no, we haven't. That's... Oh. that's uh, that's the father. Right, minus ten? Yeah. Nikephorus um, had presumably a wife. <laughs> and together they had a child called Badenes. Badenes. Or Varden. Varden. Yeah. Bardanes. Bardanes. Yeah. One of those. Let's call him... I think we called him Bardanes before. Yeah, that, I've heard that name. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Bardanes. Um, so there we go. He, he comes from a family of Armenian descent. They were a rich family, patrician status. Oh. Presumably, ties to the royal family, or at least to those that did have ties. So high up. Yeah. Well-to-do lot. It would appear that they were monophysites. Oh. Ooh, controversial. Maybe it was hidden. Maybe it wasn't. We don't know. The banner they had at the front. I am a monophysite. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then someone did something about it. Oh. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Egged the window. Egged the window. Oh. They didn't have windows back then, so just went through and hit the floor. Even worse. That's why windows were invented. Stop egging. Yeah. Glass windows were sold as egg protection. <laughs> God. Yeah. And there you go. That's his early life. Okay. <laughs> It's exciting. It is exciting so far. Anyway, so yeah. one day, when Badnes was grown up, um, he met a monk that could predict the future. Oh, it's not the monk, is it? Apparently not, but let's say it is. Let's say <clears throat> Paul's back. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Goodness sake. Yeah. Put the fortune cookies away. 
I mean, there's no reason why this couldn't be the same monk, because... Oh, did Paul get killed? I can't remember. He, he didn't say he got killed. No, so, and this is only uh, about six or so years. Oh, yeah. no, no, and then add that. But still, we're still within the same time frame. I think so. So, okay, so, uh, it's definitely aged Paul. Paul. He's a bit old. Grey at the temples. Yeah, um, but still mental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there you go. So we met Paul, and Paul said to him, The Empire will devolve on you. Weird way of saying it, really, isn't it? Well, it's Paul. I mean, it is Paul. I mean, why use one word when five will do? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, according to Theophanes, Bardanes was upset by this message. He didn't want to be emperor. Yeah. But all the monk... that power and money and women. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Being killed off well, in yeah. rapid succession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the monk replied, and I quote here: "If God ordains it, how can you oppose? I tell you." The Sixth Ecumenical Council was evil. Cast it out, and your reign will be mighty and long-lasting. So there you go. All right. Yeah. You remember the Sixth Ecumenical Council? Yes, that's one where he said, right, this is it. This is the way it's going to be. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. No monophysites, no monopolites, the single will. And then the whole Quinny Sexy meeting happened. to like Sexy inf- meeting. Enforce the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently Weird. all of that evil according yeah. to this monk who predicts yeah. the future. So, but, yeah. So Bardanes, with his monophysite leanings, agreed with this. When, you know what, Paul, you're usually mental, but <laughs> on this we agree. <laughs> Paul, a bit taken aback by that. What, are you sure? <laughs> no one else does. <laughs> All right. And then the two-parted company. Oh. Paul, slightly happy. Oh, yeah. he'll smile in his chubby face. Yeah. Then Justinian was overthrown and replaced by... Leontius, mm. as we have seen. Bardanes, not happy at all, went to go and see the monk and asked him, what on earth's going on? You said I was going to be emperor. Yeah. Now the emperor's been deposed and we've got Leontius in charge. Was Paul Leontius' friend? Yeah, no, that's a good point. He was. Playing both sides. <gasps> oh, there's more to Paul than we realise. Are we so multidimensional? <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> the monk... The monk replied, and I quote here, You should not be eager. This will come to pass. So, Badani's left, mm. and a couple of years later, Leontius was deposed, and Tiberius III took the throne. <laughs> Again, Badani's went to the monk, hammering on the door this time, I think. Come on. <laughs> Look, your BFF has just been thrown off the throne. Yeah. You said I was going to be emperor, like, three times now, and I'm still not emperor. What's going on? Paul replied, You should not be eager. It is still alive for you. He stroked his chin that he's just started growing. Oh. For this very occasion. Growing his chin. Wow. <laughs> it's been a lot of effort. <laughs> He'd seen a picture of Constantine one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Constantius one. And uh, went, oh yeah, nice chin. I yeah. like a big chin. <sighs> so there you go. Bardani's left that meeting going, oh, it's all right. Still going to be emperor. The monk said so. But then he made a mistake. Oh, Yes. Because he mentioned to a friend that a monk had predicted he would become emperor. And what's more, that he had dreamed that an eagle had sh- shielded his head. Is this ringing a bell at all? Oh, this is the bloody eagle thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. These ridiculous, stupid things. <laughs> like, oh, I dreamt a snake came into bed. Oh, you're going to be emperor then. Yeah. Oh, I dreamt that a camel spat on my large toe. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, an amazing apparition that was. Pretty much. Ridiculous. 
guess. Yeah, but I mean, they, they didn't think so. Or perhaps some of them didn't think so and most of them thought it was ridiculous. I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so, yeah. Anyway, this friend of Badani's uh, clearly lived by the creed of as long as I tell whoever I tell this to to keep it a secret, <laughs> I've kept the secret. Yeah. Yeah. No. Shh. Don't tell anyone this, but... Got some news for you. Exactly. It's a great goss. So soon enough, Tiberius III, who was currently the emperor, heard of this prophecy, and he was not amused. I did not laugh. <laughs> Badanis was arrested suddenly one day, maybe whilst he was taking in a show, or making a cocktail. Getting a massage. Yeah, oh, that's good. All He's right getting now. massaged by, by a, a lady. Yeah. And then, you know, the lady was quickly hand on mouth, just taken away. Yeah, and then... The guard. Yeah. But then the guard got a bit too into it. So, tell me what you're doing over the weekend. Elbow in shoulder, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just really trying to make it real. Then he saw his boss from near the door frowning. I was like, okay, <clears throat> you're under arrest, mate. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. yeah, so he was dragged off and apparently beaten with cudgels. Uh, oh, yeah. what's a cudgel? Uh, it's a big, big cudgel, a thing you beat people with. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. like a, a short stick thing, oh, okay. called, but sometimes they wave a bit. And, yeah, something you wouldn't want to be hit with. A more official version of a sock full of sand. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he was he was beaten. Maybe this was part of the massage, though. <laughs> we yeah. thought it was to start with. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, sir, I'm beating you. I thought that was extra. <laughs> anyway, he was then thrown into chains. <laughs> And uh, his hair was shaved off and he was monked. Ooh. Yeah. Hardcore monking. Oh, yes. And then, the worst, he was exiled to Cephalonia, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh, Cephalonia, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'm pronouncing that, that correctly. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I didn't know whether it was a hard or soft C. I'm, I'm guessing soft C. Cephalonia rather than Cephalonia. Oh, and it's with the C. Yeah, it's Cephalonia. Yeah. Oh, is it? Unless it's uh, C-E-P, then it's Ceph. But it is C-E-P. But if it's C-E-P-A, then it's <laughs> Kef. You're making this up. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> anyway. No he, language is that ridiculous apart from English. He was exiled to an island that he couldn't pronounce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I did say when I last mentioned this, because I have mentioned this briefly, that he was exiled to Charson, where Justinian was at this point. But he yeah. wasn't. Got that wrong. I apologise. I know. I'm sorry, Jamie. I trust I'm you. So, I'm sorry. You'll understand why I made that mistake later. It's an easy mistake to make. I'll never understand that. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so off to a small Mediterranean island, basically. That's where he's off to. Uh, We've got no detail of his time in exile. So, um, walked the beaches, took in the sun. Went crabbing. Yeah. What we do know is that after Justinian had gone on his adventure and reclaimed the throne, so all that's happened, all the excitement, the Black Sea, the storms, the meeting, the getting to the gates, crawling through the sewers, coming out, taking the throne. Having a sneeze, making a large mess. Yeah. Cutting the noses off his enemies. Footstools. Footstools. All that's going on. Do that montage, but just keep cutting to Badani's, and uh, he's just, just picking up crabs. Picking his nose. Yeah, picking up crabs whilst picking his nose with the crab still in his hand. So the crab grabs onto his nose. Oh, awkward. He almost Justinians himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but then good news. Because news comes through. He is to be released. He can go back home. Justinian says so. Now, we don't really know why this happens. Perhaps the two already knew each other. After all, we suspect Badani's was a, from a high-up family. 
Um, well, it's almost no threat. It's like, well, you're a threat to the old emperor, but that emperor's not well, there yeah, now. Yeah, so. there's also the chance that Justinian was reversing all of Tiberius' decisions. So anyone Tiberius exiled can come home now. Mm. That seems more likely. Anyway, Badanis found himself back in the capital, thanks to the no-nosed emperor. However, he did not stay in Justinian's good books for long. Yeah. Perhaps Justinian found out about the prophecy and liked it no more than Tiberius did. Perhaps Badanis was talking too loudly about the Sixth Ecumenical Council and how it was no good. Perhaps he was saying, like, oh, I can completely relate to Justinian. I had a crow on my nose. So <laughs> yes, I absolutely maybe. understand what you went through. Yeah, maybe he's just said things like that one too many times. Yeah. Anyway, however it happens, Badanis was then exiled once more. Excellent. Yes, and this time he was exiled to Charson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Justinian's old place of exile. So this places Badanis in Charson when Justinian decided to attack it. Yeah. And like we covered in Justinian's episode, we're unsure exactly why Justinian does this. The sources say it was simply revenge on his old place of exile. It's more likely that it's linked to the Khazars and a build-up of war with them. Um, it could be, well, all my enemies are there. Let's give a reason just to kill them all off. <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah. Uh, if we can believe the sources, he was absolutely mental by this point, so he just okay. wanted to kill people. Yay. Who knows? <laughs> um, we just don't know, but we do know. <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you weren't allowed to make jokes like that. No, he would no. kill you. Oh, yes, he would. Uh, anyway, whatever the reason, quick summary of what happens here, because not for you, obviously you remember, but for our listeners' benefit. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, Justinian sent a fleet to Charson. I remember that, yes. They easily arrested many officials, and if we can believe the sources, killed a lot of civilians, and including children, by putting them in sacks and throwing them into the sea. That's horrible. Oh, yes. Speculation, this part, but once the fleet left... The survivors possibly called for aid from the Khazars. Or the Khazars just looked at Charson and went, <laughs> let's kick them while they're down. We're not really sure. But anyway, the Khazars then turn up in Charson afterwards. It looked like the Charsons might be about to defect to the Khazars, declare themselves independent from the Empire. Word of that reaches Justinian. So he sends a second fleet to the town to make sure that everyone knows who was in control. To sweeten the deal slightly, he returned some of the more prominent prisoners that he had just captured. Nice. The mayor of the city. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can have him back, I suppose. However, the Charsons by this point had had enough, and they proclaimed none other than Badanis as emperor. <gasps> now, we have no more detail other than what I've just outlined, essentially, <laughs> but it's safe to assume that Badanis was the ringleader in this rebellion. Yeah, yeah, I think we can assume that. Yeah. Just like Absima, a few years previously, it was decided that Badanis needed a better, more royal name. Absima became Tiberius. Mm. Yes. Badanis chose the name Philippicus. Everyone looked around a bit confused. Why? Philippicus? We had a Philip. And he wasn't very good. Yeah, I don't remember much about him. And his name wasn't even Philippicus, was it? It was just like Philippus. Are you sure you want Philippicus? No, I want Philippicus. It's different, it's cool. I it's like got a K it. in it. Alexander the Great's dad was called Philip. It's a cool name. <laughs> yeah. Phil. Called yeah. Big Phil for short. I, I couldn't figure out why. Um, no, none of the books I read mentioned why Philippicus was mentioned. It was obviously a name doing the rounds that had links to um royal family, though, at the time. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> So anyway, he is now Philippicus. That second fleet that Justinian had sent were unable or unwilling to subdue Philippicus and his followers, so instead they defected en masse. And Philippicus suddenly had an army. 
Yay. Yay. That helps. Shortly afterwards, Philippicus heard news that must be music to his ears. Justinian had left the impenetrable capital and was heading for Armenia. Again, you remember, Justinian thought that maybe Philippicus's Armenian roots meant that the uprising in Armenia had something to do with Philippicus. So headed out to see what was going on. Turned out the trouble in Armenia was nothing to do with Philippicus. They went, who? Yeah. <laughs> and all this meant was that Constantinople was open for Philippicus to head for, which he does. They all jump on boats, cross the Black Sea, brave the many storms that seem to happen literally every single time someone crosses the Black Sea. They arrive at Constantinople. Excellent. I'm just going to check the climate of the Black Sea. (laughs) So I want to see if it's a myth, like, oh, it's such a hard journey to get there. So, Black Sea climate. Spelled all those wrong. (laughs) Black Swan climate. Oh, my God. Snow is rare. Oh, conditions be more harsh or arid. No, no, it's it's pretty pretty nice and temperate. <laughs> they had an unlucky few years then, clearly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they arrive at Constantinople. Philippicus with his men. Yeah. They stare up at the impenetrable walls, as we've seen before. There's no getting past these walls. They're big walls. They're big walls. They're impressive walls. Yeah, they're big. How's he going to get past them? Knock on the door. Why bother? The door's already open. Oh, that's handy. Yeah, so they just walk in. All right. Yeah, <laughs> that was the siege <laughs> of the city. Yeah. Um, lasted all of five minutes. Yeah, but people were a bit fed up of Justinian and um, his uh, madness. Yeah. yeah, and all the death and mm. and the crying and the screaming. So, uh, yeah, fine, fair enough. You can be in charge. That sounds <laughs> ah, good. hello. Yeah. Now, whilst crossing the Black Sea, probably to these many storms that keep happening, so whilst being whipped around his, uh, his cabin on his hammock, Philippicus was hatching a plan. Yeah. And the plan worked perfectly. First of all was get in the city, which worked. Next, the royal family, they needed to be got rid of. As we have covered before, Justinian's son, little Tiberius, was dragged from a church howled in the air, and his throat slit. Yeah, that's a bit... Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) The Heraclean line was severed, much like the little boy's artery. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon? (laughs) Part three of the plan... (laughs) Oh, I'm a bad person. Part three of the plan was to send Ilius, one of his generals, out towards the troops. Ilius had been Justinian's right-hand man at one point, but the two had fallen out. Justinian had um, killed Ilius's children, you know. That would put a blemish on your friendship. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know whether that's why they fell out, or that's a result of them falling out. I'm guessing a result of them falling out, but if it's why they fell out, it's understandable Ilius is still miffed. I mean, you got annoyed when I pushed your cat off the chair. Exactly, yeah. Bloody hell. So this Ilius, who used to be right by Justinian, is now working against him. Mm. Working for Philippicus. Philippicus sends Ilius out, and Ilius is able to convince the troops to defect en masse. The Bulgars in the army were promised safe passage back home, you can go, and an amnesty given to the army as a whole. Don't worry about what allegiances you had before, be with us, everything is settled. Nice. Yeah. Some of, of Philippicus's troops were then sent to destroy known loyal supporters of Justinian. Mm -hmm. And Ilius himself was sent to intercept the emperor, who was rushing back to the capital, roaring like a lion, remember? (sighs) All the way. And now we finally get to the end of Justinian's episode, where Ilius convinced most of Justinian's entourage to defect, and then decapitated the emperor 
in a field with one swing of his sword. That's where we get our Macbeth ending. Yes, yeah. You see, sometimes I've looked back and gone, did we score Justinian 2 too highly? And then I keep remembering little bits. It's like his death was was Macbeth. I imagine roaring as the sword came down as well. Uh, But the roar carried on. (laughs) Yes. And it still does to this day. Spooky. Spooky. (laughs) Spooky. So anyway, there we go. We finally, after quite a while, uh, we're now pushing on with the narrative into the golden age of Philippicus's reign. You say that with a wry smile, right? <laughs> well, Philippicus is now emperor. The tyrant Justinian was dead. All would be well. The first thing Philippicus did was let everyone know he was now emperor. That included Justinian's recent friend, the Pope. Remember the Pope and Justinian got on really well when they met yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Philippicus sent the Pope a portrait of himself and a note that said, paraphrasing here, by the way, the Sixth Ecumenical Council don't like it. Null and void. Yeah. I know you and Justinian just got together to say it was pretty good, but no. No. So sorry, it's gone. Philippicus was sensitive enough to realise that trying to bring back monophysitism was just not going to happen. No. That's dead in the water now. But... Perhaps, just perhaps, he could convince everyone to give this whole single will thing another try. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. Back again. Oh, yes. No wonder he doesn't last long. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, in case people didn't get the message, he tore down all the pictures of the council that had been put up in the palace. (laughs) Pope Constantine, not happy. Not happy at all. He heard about the pictures of the council being torn down in Constantinople, so he ordered pictures of all the ecumenical councils be created and put up in his palace. Nice. Take that, Philippicus. Ah, yeah. Check out my art collection. Interesting we have a bit of a war using images here. Propaganda war. Icons, you could say. <gasps> this comes in later. Not long, in fact. Really? Oh, yes, we will see. We'll stop talking about monophysism soon and something else will come in. So anyway, Pope Constantine, unhappy, although he is putting his new pictures up, so that possibly cheered him up slightly. He likes decorating. Yeah, yeah so he put up his pictures. Uh, but he doesn't feel like he's gone far enough. So he banned all pictures of Philippicus from appearing in coins in Italy. Ooh. You're no emperor of mine. We'll use our own coinage, thank you very much. It's at this point that Philippicus learned that Tavel, do you remember him, the Bulgar king who helped Justinian get back his yes, throne? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Married sister. Uh, that was promised, but never actually happened. Right. As far as we could tell, it was daughter, not sister. Oh, yeah. same um, thing. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, Tavel uh, was coming to have a word. Oh. He's wondering what happened to his good friend Justinian. All right. Now, as far as we can tell, the Bulgar raids were simply testing the Roman strength under this new ruler, uh, and they soon learnt that they were able to get away with quite a lot. Oh dear. So Tabal and the Bulgars start sweeping through the Thracian area, pillaging and burning as they went. Not great. So, Philippicus sensibly pulls some troops out of Anatolia, so modern-day Turkey, and sent them to deal with the threat. Go and sort that out. In the meantime... He generally got down to the business of starting off being emperor. Throwing games, letting people know who was now in charge. I'm the emp. Yeah. Races were held where the greens won. Nice little detail we've got there. Okay. Yeah, greens won. Uh, Oh, I bet the blues hated that. You know what? I don't think they were pleased that day. No. No. Oh, man. I'm I'm highly disappointed. (laughs) Next time. Girl, you. Yeah. 
Words like that were thrown around that night. Yeah. Uh, Vicious. Other things were thrown, such as parties. <laughs> nice segue. It's good, wasn't it? I like that, that was one. good, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, parties to celebrate the new emperor. Um, people generally rested in the day, had siestas. Siestas? Yeah, yeah. Just a little nap. It's hot. I love a siesta. Yeah, yeah. It was good. The emperor liked them. Hmm? Unfortunately for him, one day he was suddenly woken from a siesta. How would you like to be woken from a siesta? Gentle music getting slightly louder in the background. Not going, oh my god, you're going to die! <laughs> well, it's closer to the second one. Okay. Uh, he awoke to a bag being put over his head. Oh, that's not pleasant. No. Um, Was it Halloween? Uh, well, he hoped so, but then he realised it wasn't October. Ah. So it's unlikely. Uh, he was then dragged from his room, manhandled to the Hippodrome, and then he realised he was in the changing room of the Greens. Oh, but they won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should be happy. Well, maybe celebration. Oh. <laughs> maybe it's an initiation. Maybe it is. It is quite a severe one. <laughs> because how severe? <laughs> he was blinded. Oh. Yeah, we don't know how. Maybe vinegar, like we saw last time. Maybe his eyes were just, just scooped out. Stinks. Oh. We don't know. <laughs> See, vinegar would sting a little bit, but it wouldn't blind you. Uh, I don't know. Like we said last time, red hot metal vinegar on the vapours in your eyes until they burned. Like, just keep holding your eyes there. Vinegar vapour yeah, in your eyes. Maybe. It's not going to be pleasant, that's you for sure. You need it for a long time, though. Well, maybe they did it for it's a long time. It's acid. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's translation. Maybe it was a stronger substance. Who knows? Anyway. Acid. We do know he was blinded. Okay. What we don't know is what happened to him next. Oh, really? That is the last we hear from him. Oh. Yeah. I'm guessing he died shortly afterwards, but who knows? That's the first time we've had that. Like, he's blinded and... Yeah, what? Do we know the name of the next emperor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. yes, we do. That's, that's a good... Yeah. yeah, a couple of other things have gone on in the background. Uh, that we'll find out next time. But I wanted to present this the way that Philippicus would have seen it, which was... Or not. Nat, <laughs> yeah, nap time, bag on head, blinded, dead. Yeah. yeah. So the last time he saw something is when he closed his eyes. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That's sad, isn't it? I don't know, bag off, and then he would have seen his fate coming towards him, I imagine. Still not good, though. So oh, we got some spoon. Oh. <laughs> Dessert? No. <laughs> <laughs> Still, eyes instead of nose. It's different. It's different. Breaks the mold. They're going for the mutilation a lot at the moment, the Romans, aren't they? They're quite vicious, aren't they? Yeah. It's the early Romans that are known for being vicious as well. Well... There's more sort of just like blood carnage, throw people to the lions. This is sort of focused cruelty. <laughs> yes. So there we go. That is the glorious reign of Philippicus. What did he do? Got tortured to death. He threw games. His place got invaded. Right, then I'm, he was blinded. I'm going to stop you now because if you say any more, we've got literally nothing to talk about from the rate him. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Let's rate him. Right, go. Fightius Maximus. Okay, good. He cooed Justinian. That's true, and he's quite a successful emperor. Yeah, so he, he managed to militarily beat Justinian. So that that's quite impressive. Not as emperor, uh, though. Hmm? Not as emperor. Yeah, but again, we never, ever count that. We no, always I know, count I their know, lives. I'd like to say that as, like, <laughs> to at least pretend we consider it. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I mean, he's got no real military background that we know of. Um, he just... He does, he does um, I don't know if it's part of success, but he... Um, Saying, you know, he sends people back to where they came from. It's like, okay, you go back, I pardon you all. So he, he builds up the army that way, which I guess is kind of clever. Who did he pardon again? 
the um the armies and stuff like saying you know we were fighting for them but you can fight oh for them yes now. yes no of course he did yeah i don't think you can call that fighty though can you i mean no. he walked into constantinople he didn't win by battle the army defected to him he didn't have to fight at all but he did win a coup so maybe a point i i want to give him two for that so that's quite impressive against the yeah, but a good did, emperor. No, go on then. You can give him two. I'm giving him one. That's three. Yeah, that's three more than I thought he'd get. <laughs> Next, Aprovium Crazium. Uh, not enough detail. He hung around with Paul. I mean, but... <laughs> ten. Uh, no, zero. No, zero. Next, success ultimus. Um, <laughs> come on. No. Uh, if it wasn't the fact that he won the coup, I'd say this is the most pathetic reign we have ever seen, and, apart from possibly Quintilus. Uh, in the early days, he said that if the Empire stayed the same, we'd keep it at the five, you know, terrible. But the Empire got worse because he lost land, people invaded more again. Yeah, so yeah. So it's zero, he did nothing. No, he did nothing, it's got to be Nothing zero. was gained for the Empire. Image of we do actually have a coin. He did reign just about long enough Generic. for some coins. Um, Ooh, actually, got he's got beard. Quite, quite nice. He's uh, got flowing locks and a trim mm. beard and quite a, a long moustache. If I was going to make a coin of you, yeah. that's what I'd have. Oh, yeah. No, that's nice. I, I'd go for a coin like that. He's wearing a nice diamond top. Yes. Which probably is the armour of the day. He's got... <laughs> He's got the uh, Christian cross on his in his right hand and a and staff one on his with head. An yeah, and yeah. one on the staff, just in case people aren't understanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's all right, I suppose. Yeah. What's on the other side of the coin? Uh, big just, cross. Big cross. Yeah, just just in case. That's, that's four on one coin. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's not bad. Six. I, I'll match that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For a moment, I thought you were going to protest, but. Then you just fan line. Drop a four to three. Three. Temple complete. How long's he last? A week. <laughs> no, actually, quite a bit better than that. Oh. Yeah, a few sources, remember. Oh, it's going to be like a year or two then, isn't it? There's got to be enough for him to talk to the Pope and for the Bulgars to sweep through Thrace. At least a year. Yeah. Two. No. Year and a half. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Six, eleven. Not Six, eleven. 7 11 to 7 13. 7 11? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. One and a half years if you look at the months. Which gives them a score of 0. 0.19. So for a total score of 6.19. <laughs> well done. Did he beat um, Tiberius 3 or. Oh, the names escaped me. That's Leontius. Leontius. That's how well he did. <laughs> um, Tiberius 3 got 17.38. Oh. Not bad. Surprisingly high. Yeah. Leontius, 7.88. Ooh, so he's actually so far the worst of the emperors in the 20 years anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. That's That seems right to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, only one question left to ask. There's no question. There's not. Let's go and walk past the door. Do they have a certain Gene César? Oh. <sighs> Well, there we go. There's not much else to say, really. That that was him. Next week, there's another. Really? Two more. Oh. <laughs> I think one of them you're going to like. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't like this one. No, he's a bit rubbish. Yeah, sorry about that. I do blame you. Yeah, no, it's my fault. Well, yeah. um, as you all probably know, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, yeah. Actually, we've got a bit of time. Yeah, we have got a little bit. Should, should we? Go on and, and try and answer some of these. Um, Jamie invented emojis. a brilliant game last night. But I say invented, stole from something else. Well, yeah, but I I was unaware of it until my phone went crazy. 
And then I spent about an hour trying <laughs> <Yes>. to <laughs> answer everyone's... Uh, which probably explain what it is for people who haven't got a clue. Um, I said, uh, again, describe an emperor we've covered, for Jamie's sake, not the one I don't know, I'm um, using three or less emoji. So I imagine the plural for emoji is emoji. And you decided for the more informal, grammatically incorrect use of less there rather than fewer to make yeah. the reader feel more at ease. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. of course. Nice. I like, to, I like to, you know, pander to the plebs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've had 143 comments within 24 hours. There are a lot of people playing this game. I like this one with, um, it's a person with his finger to his lips, an aubergine <laughs> and a fist. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Has, any, has anyone tried to guess that one yet? Uh, Christopher Fitch is, but he, 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 he. <laughs> it's quite funny. Elegabalus. <laughs> yeah, that's my first I'm one. just thinking of the aubergine. I'll reply um, to that now. Okay, reply to that now. Um, I liked the one that just had two bears. Yes. Obviously, Valentinian yeah, there. Yeah, I like that one. Um, tent lightning strike. Oh, Paris. Paris, yeah. I, like, I yeah. saw that one earlier. That one was good. My personal favourite was uh, Sarah Kidlow's, which was just the poo emoji, yeah. and then the peach poopy anus. Ah! Oh, <laughs> that's brilliant. Which was brilliant. I love that one. Um, my, the one I'm most proud of getting was the horse and the fire. It's Tiberius because he broke the land speed record. Oh, wow. Riding really fast. I got it in one. That's impressive. Yeah, but then I missed loads of really obvious ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that one I got, which I was proud of. I'm getting all the Nero ones, which is good. <laughs> yeah. There was lot, uh, there was a couple of um, crosses and noses. <laughs> yeah, that, was, <laughs> that, yeah. that one was good. Um, oh, I was also proud of myself for oh. getting Christopher Finch's cool-looking man boat fire. Yeah, that's a which good one. was uh, Majorian, because you remember the uh, yeah, two yeah. vandals yes. who set all the ships on fire. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think that's one you have to have listened to our podcast to get that one. Yeah. But yeah, generally, thank you, not for just playing that game, for, but, but for our listeners who engage with us on Facebook and yeah. Twitter, um, because it keeps us entertained. It does. It does. Keeps us feeling loved. Yeah. And sometimes in these dark, cold winter nights that we now have, we have to find love in other ways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And this is one of those ways. Yes. Yeah. Right. Should we stop rambling on now? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So next time, surprise emperor. Ooh. Yeah. Could be anyone, couldn't it? Jeff. No. Roger. No. Gilbert. No. Given up. Fair enough. Right. All that needs to be said then is... God, that was awful. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. When he comes, we've been ordered to blind him. Oh, good. I like to blind people. Yes, I have my spoon. Don't worry, this will be over in no we time. We won't need spoons. Uh, sorry, what? We have other ways of removing the sight of the condemned. Well, I suppose, yes, we could do it other ways, but the spoon's quite efficient, just like... That's too easy. We want them to suffer. I, I assure you, I've, I've used the spoon before. That they, they have suffered. Want them to suffer more. Uh, okay, bit disconcerting. That says a lot coming from a trained torturer such as myself. But okay, no, I'm, I'm open to ideas. We shall use an acid. Ooh, okay, interesting. 
A subtle acid. A, a subtle acid. Subtle. And what do you have in mind? An acid that'll take the time, that'll slowly dissolve the liquid jelly. Right. Okay, but but do you have some? Yes. Oh, it's added. Uh, that's that's vinegar. Vinegar. I, I don't get me wrong. Yes, it would hurt. But are we actually going to be able to blind someone with this? I tried it earlier. It works. You tried it on who? What, Jack? God, my hand. Look at his eyes. Oh, that does look painful. Is he definitely blind? Oh, he can't see a thing. How did you know? I asked him. <laughs> Eugene, um, I've yeah. been meaning to talk to you a while. Yeah. I know, I know this apprenticeship means a lot to you. Uh, but me and some of the other lads were. were uh, 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 Eugene, put, put that put that down, Eugene. Eugene, that one's been dead for a week. Right. <laughs> well, me and and some of the others, uh, we're not entirely sure you're really cut out for this. But I loved cause pain. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that a certain element of this job is causing pain, but I'm just going to say, Eugene, your methods are a bit. Weird. <laughs> Un- unconventional. Uh, this needs to be done right. This is the emperor. I think we need standard spoon, spoon, job done. Vinegar! Okay, Eugene, Eugene, put the vinegar down. I'm going to use the vinegar. Eugene. I'm going to put Eugene. it on. Eugene! I'm mildly vision impaired! Uh, uh, but how do your fries taste? 